What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Hard Count. Me and CJ are back to bring you all the latest news of football. We got a little bit of a late start. I promise one of these days, me and CJ are going to be on time. Well, it'll <laughs> happen eventually. But, you know, we on that New York time, you know, fashionably late. Am I right, CJ? That's a fact, man. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll get it together. We'll get it together soon. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Good week so far. Uh, just, just blessed. How about you, bro? Uh, blessed is an understatement to say for sure. Uh, I don't know who got to check it out yesterday. Generational Sports, me and Josh got to interview the legendary, and I don't throw that word around lightly, legendary Trey Wingo. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you go do. If you uh, want, feel like supporting your boy, you know, maybe throw out a retweet or post it on an IG story or something, trying to get a lot of attention to it. But, yeah, Trey Wingo, we sat down with him for about like an hour, 15 minutes, talked about a lot of things. Uh it was, it was just crazy, so definitely a very cool experience for me. So it's something I'm going to absolutely remember, but we blessed them in here. It's a fact. It's a fact. Like I was, like I was telling you before we started, I checked out a, here and there. It was looking good. You know, he's, he's definitely uh, has a lot of energy, so I'm looking forward to listening to the whole thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we get into it, of course, got to thank the sponsors one time for the one time. So if you're into the betting world, make sure you head over to mybookie.ag. Use code USM100 to double your first deposit. Listen, I had to throw a little money on the nets, okay? A little NBA title run. Getting getting Blake Griffin. You know, I, I my people in my other group chat are telling me that Andre Drummond's eyeing them as well. So, I mean, listen. <laughs> the man pulled out the Knicks hat, bro. I don't know about title favorites, but, uh, you know, for UCJ, I might throw some bread on them to win a game or two. Some bread, man. Some bread down. MyBookie.ag, USM100 doubles your first deposit up to $1,000. Then head over to RxHemp, RxHemp-USN, saves you 10% on your entire order. Make sure you go and check that out. CBD creams, you know, from the if you're going to the gym, shoveling snow, doing whatever the hell you're doing, living life, you're probably sore a little bit. So go check out RxHemp. They'll make you feel brand new in the morning. Next up, we have our store. Teespring slash stores slash unwrapped. Make sure you go and check it out. We have all the latest merch. You know, we got shirts, fanny packs, posters, masks, basically whatever you want. We have it. And then, of course, you know, if you want to help support the show like us, the hard count has merch, generational sports, backstop banter, keeping it blunt, business casual, basketball, count the bucket, ladies first, Saturday standouts, which you guys will be seeing very soon. Because, you know, I'm trying to get a little Saturday standouts, excuse me, Saturday standouts, hard count, uh, you know, collab, especially as we get closer to the draft. So make sure you go and check them out, of course. We got Alex chiming in over on Twitch. Okay, shout out my guys. Good, DJ. Good, good, Alex. Bro. Appreciate it. And then we got Christian. Is that the guy who interviewed Wingo? <laughs> that That is I. That is I. You know. <laughs> I might be a little too Hollywood now for uh so Hollywood now. I might be a little I'm Hollywood. Good. Yo, CJ, you got a you got a ASMR voice, bro? Do ASMR with that voice? Nah. What that that's that? Christian. That's Christian. Oh, that's Christian? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little ASMR, bro. Make some bread on the YouTube side of things, you know the vibes? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but make sure you go check out the shop. Like I said, Teespring slash stores slash unwrapped. Oh, gosh. Connie and Wingo are in talks to sign Wingo to Gen Z. Josh has declined to comment. Listen, I said on the show yesterday, 
It's kind of like the Deshaun Watson situation. I love Josh. But if Wingo was ever like, yo, Connie, you know, I like what you're doing. Or I want to co-host with you. I would tell Josh to leave faster than faster than the speed of light. Damn. But you know what? I might look like a bad guy for that. But Josh said he wouldn't even – I wouldn't even have the time to leave. He would bow out peacefully. So, hey. ASMR is pleasing sounds. Yo, Christian really wants to invest in this ASMR stuff with you, CJ. <laughs> well, it might have a future here. Let's do some business, bro. And then, some of course, business. had to throw out the OnlyFans, bro. Had to. <laughs> listen, feet pick, listen, feet picks for everyone, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> CJ said, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm all the way good on that, bro. <laughs> and finally, we will head over to the patreon one dollar you're supporting the team five dollars you are then entered into a gift card giveaway you get access to the discord chat and you get 10 percent off the store i was just talking about ten dollars you get everything i said before except the 10 percent goes to 20 and you get entered into a signed memorabilia giveaway this month we are doing david montgomery so if you are a fan of the bears and want some david montgomery merch make sure you go and check that out alex of course had to throw out the ASMR, just eating Nan's chicken cutlet. Bro, Nan's been in Albany for a couple weeks. Your boy's been got no chicken cutlet. It's crazy, bro. Crazy. Connie kicks it with Wingo one time and thinks people will buy his feet picks. Yo, listen. <laughs> Alex, there's a market for everything, bro. I'm telling you right now, there is an absolute market of everything. Flood the markets, bro. Exactly, bro. That's what we're trying to do right here. But all right, let's get into <laughs> it. And you know how you know how we've started out things. Starting last episode, we're going to start doing top five lists. Not your typical, you know, top five this or that. No, no, no. We're going to change it up a little bit. So CJ is taking over the list this time. Feel free to play along in the comments. So, listen, hold on. Before I even go on, Connie, you look lighter. I can tell Nan's been gone. Let me tell you something. That's just not simply not true. I'm still <laughs> fat as ever. So thank you, Alex. But uh, <laughs> I have to call cap on that one. But CJ is taking over the list this week. Tell them what your top five is. Yeah, so, you know, Dak signing that big-time deal yesterday. Just had me thinking about, you know, some dual-threat QBs over the course of the NFL history. We've seen so many guys from back in the day to now. It's pretty much the norm now. You've got, you know, everybody's talking about needing a mobile guy to run a little bit, RPO. So top five this week is top five dual-threat QBs of all time. All right. This makes it easy for me in a way. I gotta go number one, Michael Vick. I got nah. I got Michael Vick too. Number two. Yeah. The OG dual threat, Michael Vick. Number. All right. Does that mean your number one is Lamar Jackson? Yes, yes he is. MVP. Uh, what he did two years ago was special. I got. I had to put him at one. It was close. Obviously, growing up watching Vick, Michael Vick experience. He was he was different for sure. I don't know, bro. Madden 04, Mikey Vick. Yeah, yeah. Madden 04, he was he was going crazy. Everybody picked the Falcons, but uh, Lamar did. I mean, throwing the ball and passing the ball, it's special. So I had to put him number one. I got big two though. I got. Well, let me, let me get a little Randall Cunningham action in here. I got Randall Cunningham at five, actually. Okay. Yeah. Legend, again, legend, old school, kind of set the mold for a lot of these guys today. What he did in Philadelphia, everybody knows that iconic play where he almost got sacked and, you know, stopped himself from stopping from, with one hand and threw a touchdown right after. 
he was a beast. And then ultimately transitioned into a pocket passer when he went to Minnesota, throwing the ball to uh, Randy Moss and, and Chris Carter. So uh, a lot of people forget about him. Man. He was he was he was a problem. I'm gonna go with our boy, <laughs> Cameron Newton. Yeah, I got Cam at three, just from Auburn, oh. Auburn days. Just trucking people in that Heisman year was just was special. And then his first few years in, in Carolina was just out of this world, winning the MVP in 2015, leading the team to the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, I put him at that – was, that was a crazy season. And he had like 45 touchdowns, 35 passing, 10 rushing. He was on another level that year. So I got him three. I got him three. Who do you think is going to be number four? He's playing today. Oh, see, I was going back in the day. Can we hit – I don't know if it's too early for him, but I'll go Kyler Murray. Nah, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. See, I thought so. I thought so. He's playing today. Now, I'm assuming these quarterbacks were actually good. That's why you put them on here. Yeah, for sure. Because, for sure. you know, I would have said Mariota, but he's not very good. Nah, nah, nah. Is he a starter today? Yeah, he's a starter. He's one of the best. Can I go Josh Allen? Not yet, not yet. But he's uh, he's he's definitely creeping up there. Need a couple more seasons. He's a he's a beast too. Damn, let's go down. We're not going Dak, right? Nah. Okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Nah. Listen, I know. Oh man, dual threat quarterbacks. He's playing today. Can I get a conference? NFC. Oh. You know what? You know what the bad thing is. This was my literal first guess when you sh- when I saw the list. You got to be Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson at four. Some magician back there. Obviously, now he's asking for help, which is you know, as you get older, you know, those, taking those shots. But the first few years, even at Wisconsin, even at North Carolina State, he was going crazy. I remember playing with him in uh, NCAA. I think I was thirteen <laughs> or twelve, and he was going crazy and was using Wisconsin so. He was a problem and ultimately going to the NFL. He's a magician, man. I know man, that spin move against the Rams. Ooh. It's crazy. So he's a problem. I got him at four. It's a good list. It's, it's tough. I mean, you could, could throw Steve Young in there. I didn't even think about Steve Young. I was yeah. My other guess was going to be Dante Culpepper. Culpepper, yeah. Culpepper was a little – yeah, he was a little mobile. He was mobile. I would have – McNabb, McNabb was – I was going to throw out McNabb as well. Yeah, McNabb had his moments for sure. Um yeah, it was it was it was tough. Like I said, nowadays, if you don't have a dual threat guy, it's like Brady's the only one that's not a dual threat in the top five. Sean Watson, throw him in there too. That's another one. You know, I think later on in life we'll uh we'll put Deshaun over there instead of Kim. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think I, I just think for me that MVP season. Oh yeah, no, no I can't. Yeah. I think I think he had forty nine touchdowns that year. Yeah, he was going crazy. So. Trey Trey yelled at me yesterday for saying I never liked Cam even in the MVP season. He said I said he had a forty nine percent completion percent or fifty nine percent completion percentage, and he said yeah, but he was a beast. Listen, you gotta gotta go check it out, people. Everybody go check it out. Yeah, check uh, that out, guys. Check that out. All right, we'll get into the main stories now. Wonderful list. I just want to pat myself on the back though. I cleaned almost a clean sweep. I got a few wrong, but yeah. I still got all of them. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Need a little help on the Russell Wilson one, but I'll, I'll accept that. But we will get into, obviously, the biggest story that broke this week. Actually, yesterday, during the interview with Wingo, it was 
perfect timing to get his initial thoughts on it. Uh, Dak Prescott reaches a four-year, $160 million contract, 126 guaranteed. I look at it today, he's making like $636 per second he plays. He got like a $66 million signing. Like, bro, imagine getting a $66 million signing bonus. You got that much money for signing your name correctly. Like No state taxes. No state taxes. I'm about to move to Texas or, or Florida soon. Okay. It's uh, this New York, New York state tax. Uh, yeah, because you do you have to pay the the five boroughs tax too? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a tough one. That state taxes is I can't do it in these in these certain, <laughs> certain certain states, man. Certain states is tough. It's a rough life out here. It is. But what do you think about the deal? Uh, you know, the money. You know, building around him, everything. You know, everything that goes into it. I think it was. I think it was the right. It was. It was the right deal. Finally, you know, I was kind of tired of hearing about it every single week, every single day, for the last you know two years or so. Uh, I think that got all got all the money deserved for sure. You know, got like you just said, 126 guaranteed, making the 40 mil. Last week we talked about you know whether or not he was worth that kind of worth that much bread. It's all relative to the market, so. Ultimately, what what I my reaction is just expectations. Now it's NFC Conference Championship, Super Bowl. That, I mean, you got You got to get there. You're in a winnable division. Best quarterback, best quarterback in that division right now. We'll see what happens with Hurts. We'll talk about that later. But right now, it's just you know, you know, I haven't seen enough. Daniel Jones, inconsistent, and we don't know what Washington football team is going to do. We'll find out probably after the draft. What how they how they move in the direction in terms of of a guy on the center. So they got their guy. So no excuses, no excuses. Has to stay healthy. He was durable before last year, never missed a game. So that's that's a good thing. Um, you know, it's, uh, you gotta you gotta win, you gotta win some games. Gotta win some games. Gotta be first, second seed in the playoffs. I mean, you're paying him that type of money. Expectations gotta go through the roof. So that was, that was my main reaction. I'm glad he got his money. Coming from where he came from, fourth round draft pick. Everybody thought Romo was going to ride off in the sunset for the last couple of years. Romo got hurt and never got the job back. Sent him to CBS. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Tony's collecting that bag as well. I think he gets collecting that a season to do that. Uh, yeah, he collecting that CBS bag. But, you know, remember, he wanted to play. Remember, Romo had to do the, the press conference like, this is Dak's team. And, yeah, bro, I mean, he, he definitely – Cursing him out under his breath. Yeah, he <laughs> – he, uh, he, he proved it. He showed out. Um, you know, they do need to win some playoff games now, like I said. You know, they, got, they have the weapons on offense and defense. They got to work. They got to – they need some work for sure. That O-line is there. You know, most of those guys are reaching 30, close or close to it, especially Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. Um, but, you know, they got their leader. This is the guy that everybody uh, uh, – Rallies around. Yeah, rallies around, yeah. So, you know, they, they respect him. And we saw last year how you know how much of a loss it was didn't bring in a guy like Andy Dahl and Garrett Gilbert. Those just weren't the answers. Yeah, uh, I go back and forth on it. I think that for the Cowboys, it's a bad deal for Dak. Of course, you, know, you got your bag. You know you're good. CJ with the hands out here catching the falling water bottle, bro. Is that what I just saw? That was my mic. My mic was it's that that Yeti. <laughs> oh, still got the hands though. 
I'm about to put you out, out at tight end for the Pats, bro. We need something. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, for Dak, congratulations. You got your money. Uh, for the Cowboys, I think you're going to get a lot of the same. You're right. It's a winnable division. You know, I think if you don't expect the one or two seed, well, not even. If you don't expect the one seed out of the Cowboys from here on out, what there was no point in signing him. Because if you're going to pay a quarterback that much money, you have to at least, you know, be playoff bound. Uh, I, I just struggle with how much it is. Uh, you know, I said this before. I'm not the biggest Dak fan. I'm, I'm really not. He struggles against teams that are over 500. He has MVP numbers against teams that are under 500. You know, you look back two years ago when he when he started out the season, he played like the the Dolphins, the Jets, and, and a bunch of teams like that, and he was, you know, godly. And then they went on to miss the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's it's a different world to be, you know, considered in that Mahomes range, and that's what he's getting paid like. And I struggle with that because uh, now, like you said, you you can't build that offensive line around him. You can't have that fourth and fifth receiver. You can't have, you know, two DNs or, you know, a backup lineman and, and, and things like that. So, you know, obviously lots going to play into this. You have to get the draft right from here on out uh, with Dak making all of this money. You know, it's not a, a situation where, you know, he's making middle of the pack money or lower end money anymore because, you know, he was that fourth round pick. They did the whole thing backwards. You know, they paid Zeke, who if they waited after the, these last two seasons, he definitely wouldn't have got the money that he got while he sat out. Uh, they paid Jalen uh, Smith, I believe his name is, the linebacker. They paid Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, they paid everybody but Dak. They paid Amari Cooper as well. Right. So they did it backwards, and it somehow worked out for them. I just don't know how much it works out. You know, they have their skill position player signed for a long time. I think Dak signed through 2024 now, uh, along with Amari Cooper. I believe Blake Jarwin is signed through 2024. Zeke signed through, like, 2026. So they have, you know, all the skill position players, but we saw it in the Super Bowl. None of that matters if you don't have the line and if your defense is going to give up points. And until, like, the middle of the season and towards the end – this isn't my opinion. This is a factual statement that the Dallas Cowboys defense was on pace to be one of the worst defenses in NFL history. Like, they were terrible. They drafted a corner. Uh, I believe it's, what, Stephon Diggs' cousin? Yeah, his brother. Or Trayvon, brother. Trayvon okay. Diggs. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. He's not the answer. Demarcus Lawrence yeah, got that. It's Ricky Ridd. Yeah, bro. I mean, but, I mean, bro, this man was getting burnt like he's, like he's a piece of toast. I mean, he, he played better towards the end, though. But, for yeah, first few games, he was definitely getting toasted, for sure. This man, Demarcus Lawrence, got the bag and said, I ain't trying hard no more. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch be getting hurt. He seems to be their new Sean, uh, Sean oh, Lee. What was that? Sean Lee. Yeah, Sean Lee. He seems to be their new Sean Lee. Get You know, when he's on the field, he's good. If, but half the time, he's hurt. So, listen, if you're Dak, you're not going to sit here and complain. If if you're the Cowboys, I wouldn't have done it. I would have let him walk. I, I seriously would have let him walk, and I know it looks bad on the team and everything like that because he got hurt out there betting on himself and playing for you, but 42 mil in his first top, couple of seasons because, like, the contract is set up weird? No. Nah, this year, good, this year he's uh he's only 20. He's not getting – they're only, like – he's only, like, 20 mil against the cap for this, this season, so – 
they have some cap space to, you know, figure out the rest of that roster. So that, that was, that was a good part. Yeah. I think they like in a weird way, like franchised him. Yeah. But like also extended it and it mm-hmm. like, listen, if you know how the NFL money works, congratulations. Cause it is, <laughs> it is a difficult thing to try and uh, unwrap. Shout out the network. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> But nice. yeah, I don't know. That's that. That's just my initial thoughts. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else on it, but it's uh, it's up in the air for me. I'll see how it is. You know, one playoff win so far. Missed the playoffs a couple years ago when Wentz was playing with the Kmart receivers. <laughs> it's hard for me. It really is. Yeah, like I'm saying, expectations. I mean, and this, and even though the Cowboys haven't really seen a lot of success in the playoffs in a you know quarter century, that's what they expect. You know, just from the 90s and the, the big three that they had and some really good defensive players. So, you know, now you got back there for four seasons. And those four years, got to bring a Super Bowl to, to Arlington, no doubt. Yes, sir. I like I said, it's tough. It really is. But I don't know if you want to bring up next topic or you, you, you good on this? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you um you sent me the, the, the screenshot. Oh, yeah. My right, girl, so I got this yeah, one. My girlfriend said about Brady. Well, comparing Brady. Let and me re- let me let me make sure I read this correctly, bro. Because <laughs> I don't want to, you know, misquote anything. Coming from Michael Irvin, he said, "We have the closest thing in the National Football League to Tom Brady." <laughs> Dak Prescott has the ability to do what Tom does, and he has a leadership like Tom. He has the ability to do what, Michael? I don't know what they got over there in Dallas. You smoking on that Jerry Jones pack? Something <laughs> like I don't know what what's going yeah. on. Got got a, can be like Brady. In what way? I know we're not talking about winning because he hasn't done that against teams over five hundred. I know we're not talking about success because he has one playoff win. I mean, I know we're not talking about taking less money to help the team because he just got paid. Leadership, sure. I don't know how Dak is in the, in, in the locker room. Everybody seems to like him. So I guess the leadership is there, but I mean, probably the, the closest intangible. thing to Tom Brady. It's the intangibles. That's what it is. That's that's the that's the um, that's I think that's that's the only comparison I can see is like you know the team rallying around him and you know they support him. Other than that, I just, I don't see the, I don't see what what's similar about them to be honest. Like. They both weren't drafted in the first round. Like, is this like supposed to be like a yeah? They got a trivia question one of these days. Like, what was the crazy thing Michael Irving said? (laughs) They got a little bit of a this in terms in terms of how they play. uh, You know, Tom Tom is known for you know not not really throwing the ball down the field a lot. You know, he could do checkdowns and things like that. But I, I see what he was saying. I think he was probably he was probably just hyped up on the deal and. But there's no, there's no type of, in terms of reading the defense and, and like you said, success, winning. I mean, it's not even a, it's not even a discussion to be honest. It, uh, I saw, I, I, don't, I had to do a double take. I really did. I looked at it and I said, nah, that's not right. But yeah, it was listen, on that, whatever, whatever it makes it was you on that pack. Michael Irvin. He was on that pack, bro, for sure. Like I, you know, like our dare officer said when we were kids, don't do drugs. 
for, for sure, bro. He's, <laughs> he's on something, man. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So we'll move it on once again. We'll stick with the Cowboys, though. Are they contenders in the <laughs> NFC? Now, this is easy for me. If we're talking NFC East, I think that we could throw out me and a couple USN people and be a contender in the NFC East with the way that they played. We're talking NFC in total. Not with that. Let's see. I got the Packers above them. Right. I got the Bucks above them. I got the Rams above them. I got the Seahawks above them. Uh, after, I, I mean, like, if they keep Russ, obviously. After the Rams, after uh, Bucks, Packers, and the Rams, I feel like it's fair game. You think? Yeah. Because I still got Seahawks a step above them. I think How all, so? those, all those injuries that the 49ers sustained, they're all coming back. I might put them above them. Um, yeah. But they're in a but you like but like you said, they're in a favorable division, right? So I mean on paper right now, obviously the season hasn't started. They should at least go five and one, six and oh in that division. I mean, oh absolutely. <laughs> like anything less than that is just I understand division games are close and that you know we always see closer games against against your rivals, but five and one, six and oh. So that, you know, that's six wins right there. I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. They should be in one of those top seeds in the NFC. Uh, you know, the Rams—they're in a tough—they're in a tough as it as it looks like right now. They're in a tough division. Um, you, they're the, to me, they're the favorites in the NFC West uh, because they, I feel like they finally got that that guy that could push the ball down the field. Um, they can make some plays, and they don't—they're not as uh, one-dimensional now. So. But that division is still tough. You know, you got three other quarterbacks in there that, that are really good. So what what's what's their win to loss record gonna look like at the end of the now season? Now here's my other thing. Are we playing we playing seventeen games this year? Is this the first year of the seventeen game schedule? I think it is. I think so. I think so. So, I think so yeah. it's, that's another now I assume that game is obviously gonna be outside of the division because they can't do randomly seven division games, but I like it. 17 games more football for us. Another I mean, like I said, I'm never going to complain about more football, so. I think there'll be t- there'll probably be two teams out of the NFC West. Yeah. Maybe, th- maybe three, maybe three. But I think minimum two though. I think you're right on that. So yeah, I got so it'll be a pa- it'll be the Packers and the NFC North, NFC West, I'm going to say Los Angeles. NFC East, I'm going to go Dallas. And um NFC House, NFC South Post is uh, Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Okay. So, so then those next three teams, it could be Seattle, it could be Arizona. You know, I mean, maybe I don't know what the Saints are going to do. We'll see. And the Bears we'll see. find a quarterback because that defense is that defense is still solid. Yeah, they, they yeah they found a way to get in with playing with Trubisky and Foles, so. They're gonna have a shot, but Jalen Hurts goes full MVP. Carson Wentz and <laughs> nah, it's just not, not enough, riding with that not, one. That roster, the roster is just shot right now, bro. It's yeah, the same. Neither. It's the same roster Wentz had. It's except, a tough life. Except Herbs is more mobile. It's a tough life. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I don't see it. 
I don't see it right now. So, yeah, I feel like they have a shot. They have a shot to get in. Um, you know, obviously, they have a shot to, to win. You know, obviously, when you get in that playoffs, it's 0-0. But they, but they, what they have to, they have to fix their defense. No doubt about it. They have to fix their secondary. They have to fix their their front seven. Like you said, you gotta have a, you gotta have a front. You gotta have a, your trenches need to be intact on both ends. And last year they were dead last in run defense. So people were just running all day on them, and that's just effort, bro. Like you got you got seven eight guys up front, and they're just in the offensive line. There's only five offensive linemen, and they pushing you like that to the second level. That's, that's, that's embarrassing. That's, right. So they got Dan Quinn now, who was, you know, was, he was supposed to be this defensive guru when he came out of Seattle. But like we like like I always say, like at the end of the day, it's good. It's usually most nine times out of ten, it's the, the players that that make that scheme. So they're gonna bring that cover three, four three defense back back to Dallas. That's when Demarcus Lawrence has had his best year playing under that under that system, under that scheme. So uh, we'll see if he can revitalize his his career, have a, have a Pro Bowl season like he did before he got paid. They're gonna need him. They're gonna need at least fifteen sacks from him. Well, you going you going heavy on on that? Like, I mean, well, I mean, if if they want to contend for a bowl, we've seen it. Like we've seen the formula. You gotta have a guy on that on that on that defensive side that could disrupt the, the line of scrimmage. If he can't do that, then you need that or two great corners. Two great corners, right? And and again, they have two young. They're gonna have. Well, we'll see what they do. They have the tenth pick. A lot of people have them drafted. A lot. A lot of people have them taking uh, Patrick Sertan from Alabama. Um, for you know, he was teammates with Trevon Diggs and Bama, so that could be a nice little uh, young secondary for them. But at the end, you still gotta get. You still gotta get to the quarterback. You still gotta get to the quarterback at the end of the day. So if Demarcus Lawrence is, is not causing double teams, creating some one on ones for those other guys. It's gonna it's gonna be tough. Jalen Jalen Smith, you know, I thought he was he was he was excellent before he tore this year out another day. He was really good. Had a couple of good seasons before he got paid. Like they have talent, it just all has to come together. And hopefully Dan Quinn could be that guy to to get the most out of the, the talent that they have. Yeah, and you know, Dan Quinn gets a lot of you know flack and deservedly so because after that Super Bowl year, they definitely were not good. <laughs> but listen, he led him to the Super Bowl. Sheesh. They probably win that game. Well, not probably. They do win that game if, first of all, they run the ball instead of passing it on that third down. Second of all, they play cover three all like you got to switch it up. Look at Todd Bowles. Like Todd Bowles played cover two all the time, you know. And then uh, he played a lot of he played. He used to blitz a lot, and then he figured it like you go. You got to play chess, bro. You can't just come out with the same defense. Every single play, you can't do that. That's why. That's why Brady ended up marching down the field on them and coming back because they're just gonna play cover three the whole time. You're gonna play cover three the whole well, time. Well, it also didn't Brady's help that the defense was on the field for 98 snaps. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I'm saying, like, in terms of scheme, like, you gotta, you gotta switch it up. You can't just, you can't just, you can't just do cover three every single time you go out there. Brady's, <laughs> Brady's just or whoever, whoever you know looks at enough, whatever, whatever quarterback look, looks at enough film. They're gonna dissect that, so they got to be able to switch it up, bro. You can't. So, well, I'm interested to see what he does, man. You know, he doesn't have the head coaching role now. He goes back tonight. You know, he can focus up more on that yeah, defense as well. Yeah, I hope. I hope that really works out. I hope that really works out, man. I, you know, I also <laughs> hope that uh, Alex is still in this stream because I want to throw a shot at him real quick. You know, 
you, you mentioned never changing anything up. It's kind of like when the Patriots would always play the Steelers. This man Brady knew that they were coming out in zone, baby. Those were yes. easy wins. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 one reason why I like Belichick. Like he changes the scheme depending on the team each week. You know, it's not just one. He's not just going to play the same defense against every single team each week. Like you got to you got to switch it up, bro. Out here playing chess when they're playing checkers, baby. You got to be smarter than the average bear, as the <laughs> uh, as the quote goes. Uh, you know. This this whole Dak thing kind of sets it up for for everybody else. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. What do you think that their contracts look like? Uh, I don't think. I, so here's my thing. They're about to get the bag, bro. They're about to get the bag, bro. They're about to get the bag, bro. Here's my thing. Ready? I think before this, you can get away with paying Baker like thirty mil. Like you can get away with that. Now, I think Josh Allen and Lamar might muss around get forty-five. Well, they all have as much playoff wins as Dak right now. Josh Allen got more. No, yeah, he got more. He got more. He won two games in the playoffs this year. Right. So Lamar got the same amount. Lamar got Baker the same Mayfield amount. got Baker a win. Deshaun Watson is right under those guys. Yeah, thirty-nine mil. He has one. So. Like I said, they're about to get the bag now. Listen, all I'm saying is I love to be their agent. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, Lamar doesn't even have an agent. He might want to He might want to get on that. No, nah, I wouldn't get on. Hell no. I'm studying up on my books. I'm going right to Richard Sherman. But the studying thing is, up like Richard Sherman did and collecting all that money. But you don't But you don't want to get. Unless Lamar wants me to be his agent, though, you know. <laughs> I, I, I've negotiated on Madden before. I got this. <laughs> but you don't want to get finessed by these teams. You know, these teams have been doing contracts for decades. So, you know, little little things in the contract that can favor them. You want to make sure you got you get all your bread. So I think he should definitely try to look into getting one of these top guys to help him. I mean, maybe, maybe he feels like he's good right now, but and in due time, you know, you got you gotta you gotta know your worth. But yeah, those guys are gonna get paid for sure. Like uh, you know, all three of those guys had the most successful seasons last year in terms of in terms of success, winning. All right, so what do you think about this then? I'm going I'm going Baker 38 only because of Dak. Like I said before this, I thought you I thought you could get away with like you know 30 35 cuz Baker let's be real. He's a game manager. He is. I mean, it's Okay, yeah, right right now, right now because this last year was the first year he had some type of structure. This is true. I, I'll, give, first, I'll give you that. He was his fourth was, head coach in his third season. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like first two years, <laughs> it was like, it was what? What am I doing? You know, rookie season, you saw you saw the potential, but it just wasn't enough there. And then, you know, well, yeah, it was, Hugh, just, it was, was too it, dysfunctional. What was it? Hugh Jack Hugh Jackson was the coach's rookie year, right? Remember that awkward clip from uh, Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks. This man calls him. And the backup quarterback into the office and says, "You know what, Baker? Congratulations." It was, Ty, it was Tyrod. Yeah, it was it Tyrod. Yeah, it was Tyrod. Yep. He said, "Congratulations, Baker. You've won the backup job." Yeah. I, Excuse me. Like I won the backup job. Like I thought I'm coming in here saying I I outperformed Tyrod. I'm gonna be a starter day one. This man basically just said, "Congratulations, you're our backup, bro. I was the number one pick. I'll make damn sure. I hope I'm the backup." I was for TV. 
I what a like moment. That was, that was that, for TV. It was super cringe though. It was really cringe. I was just like, what? Like, like I felt I felt uncomfortable for him. Yeah, yeah. And then like got all the cameras at HBO. Oh, like, oh God. You could have you know, he held it down though. But yeah, scratched that one. Right, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go 38 for him. Lamar won an MVP. I think he gets like 45. I'm thinking he's at 45. I think Josh Allen, 42, 43, because he didn't win the MVP. I mean, he has the playoff wins. 45 for him as well. Possible, possible. But those are that's my range I'm thinking right now, just based on the Dak deal, because I think if you rank Dak – Besides Baker, I would have put him below the two quarterbacks we just mentioned. Three quarterbacks if you mentioned Mahomes. Four quarterbacks if you mentioned Russell. Aaron Rodgers, that's five at least he's below. I mean, you said Baker's a game manager. What is what's Dak? No, I think Oh, you're talking the wrong guy. I think I think Dak is too. I think yeah. Dak is is a glorified I think Dak is Jimmy G. With a lot of talent around him, like bro, I would hope Dak makes makes plays. When you're handing the ball off to Zeke, your first two years, who was basically the unstoppable best running back in the league, so you had nine people in the box, and then oh yeah, let's let's go out and get Amari Cooper, who probably one of the best, if not the best, route runner in the league, and then we're gonna go ahead and draft you, CD Lamb as well. And we're also Michael Gallup is going to turn into a stud as your third receiver. So, and his first two, three seasons, he had an excellent offensive line. So let's not sit like that's why I don't think they should have paid him too. You don't know what he can do when everything isn't perfect. We know what people like Deshaun can do. If bro, if Deshaun Watts has a ten and six record this year, he's in the MVP conversation. He wasn't because their team is terrible and they couldn't win. We know Russ can do things when when it breaks down. Brady's been throwing to somebody he found in the stands his entire career. <laughs> so, like, let's not act like Dak hasn't had a great situation his entire career. Like, was his coaching the best with, with Mr. Claps a lot, Jason Garrett? No. <laughs> it was it certainly wasn't perfect, but if you're if you're that good, you should be able to go above what, what should bring normal people down, in my opinion. So uh, <laughs> I have Dak like the 11th best quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, eight, eight to 12. Because Perry, listen, Perry was mad at me. He made me make a list. I got, if going into next season, I would take those five quarterbacks I mentioned. I'd still take Brady over him. That's six. I loved what I saw out of Justin Herbert. You say, you say Baker, Baker or Dak? No, no, no. I, I would take Dak. I would take Dak. He's more mobile, better decision maker. Um, I like I said, I loved what I saw out of Justin Herbert. I would have taken him ahead of Dak if I'm starting my league right now. Yes. yes. Uh, I this this was a hot take as well. I loved what I saw out of Joe Burrow. I would have taken Joe. Gotta stay, over. Gotta, stay healthy, gotta stay healthy, but yeah, it looked it looked it looked like yeah, he was definitely. So that's putting Dak at like nine. I can't remember. Oh, didn't even mention Deshaun Watson. Easy money. So got, got Kyler. 
I see. I take. I would take Kyler over him too. I know a lot of people don't like Kyler. I don't. I don't know why. I think he's been. You know that offensive line is garbage. They probably get destroyed against the practice squad. So, you know, it's hard. But like I said, eleven. The eleven range. Getting back to the conversation, can they win the NFC? Yeah, and you know what we were focusing on. I think if Dak can get this for what he's done, you start spending your money now if you're Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and then Baker Mayfield's going to get a payday too. So, you know, pat on the back to them. It would be smart for the team to, to, to extend those guys now because if you wait two years like, like the Cowboys did with Dak, you're ultimately going to be ending up paying more um, down the road. And it's just going to take just one of those guys to to be the, the, the standard for who's next. So whether it's Lamar, whether it's John, and that's why these teams are going to wait. They're going to play this waiting game of who's going to go first, who's going to extend which young quarterback first. So, and then be like, oh, well, and then, like I said, that's why it's probably best for him to get an agent because the agent could go to the team like, well, we got, we got Josh making X, Y, Z, and our guy is, you know, former MVP. So, like, where where does he stand? So, uh, it would be smart for the team to, to definitely be in negotiations with those, with those guys right now. Obviously, the downside is you know Wentz and golf um, when you when you do that. But I feel like I feel like those guys those guys we just mentioned have, have had a, some more success uh, recently than than those two. But I mean, it's just I mean, it's, you're gonna you have to take you just you take risk in life. So <laughs> I mean, that's just what you do. Hopefully, you know those guys continue to grow and develop as QBs as you give them the bread. Yeah, and like you said, I think it would be smart to extend them now. Imagine if Lamar goes on, wins the Super Bowl this year, or Josh Allen wins an MVP in a Super Bowl to you know to match what Mahomes did, because then you're really talking about some money. Because right, exactly. you can look, because at that point, Mahomes' deal was two years old. So now you're saying, listen, that was two years ago. I know the salary cap went up. You guys just signed your 15th $600 billion TV deal. Mm. So don't tell me that you guys don't have enough money. At that point, you start getting into the fifty million conversation if oh, if yes. cap continues to go up. So somebody, it's, a, somebody, it's a wonderful time to be a quarterback. Let me say that somebody somebody will get the fifty. Oh yeah, um, I don't think it'll be one of those guys. It'll probably it'll, it'll probably be Mahomes. They'll probably re- they'll probably redo his deal, um, and and he'll probably he'll probably make fifty. First, he'll probably be the first one that make 50, 50 mil annually. Um, right now, but right now he's still at forty five. But once they once they figure out, because he's gonna he's gonna want to restructure his deal. I mean, sooner or later. What's good, Clash? We welcome all the new people. Sure. Make sure you drop a follow. But listen, like I said, you, you know, you know, if you really want to start talking about money, though, if Trevor Lawrence is what a lot of people think he's gonna be. Can you imagine the contract he's signing when he gets to become a free agent in five years? That's yeah. that might be like fifty-five. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might get there. He might get there if he if so, everything if everything works out. Herbert, he might get there. It's like I said. If I one day have children, you're either playing baseball or you're a goddamn quarterback. One hundred percent. Because baseball, all their contracts fully guaranteed. My man Mike Trout sitting on forty mil a year, even if he don't play. <laughs> so, make sure you go and get your money, kids. Crazy. Oh God. 
imagine the deal Cam gets after he leaves the Patriots to the Super Bowl next season. Josh, listen, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but that might happen, and then you'll wake up. So it's fine. It was just a dream, bud. Go back to bed. You know, tuck your bandana in nice. It'll be all right, Josh. It'll be all right. That's wild. <laughs> so we'll move on to, uh, you know, what happened today. Uh, today was the deadline for franchise tags. Yeah, so, tag yes, sir, Tag Tuesday. So we'll go over some of the names that did get tagged. We'll start off with the Bucks. Maybe a surprise to some people. Not so much to me in a, in a, in a certain way. Um, listen, Clash. Don't you worry, because not only do you not know, need to know sports, because we'll be your wonderful teachers. Second of all, we're here for the vibes, a nice conversation. And, of course, if you are watching this on my account, I play some Warzone as well. So, you know, it's fine. We're A-OK over here. But back to it, Chris Godwin gets tagged. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. Would I have gone that route? Maybe not, because I want to see what they do with Shaq Barrett. But he got tagged. What were your thoughts on that? It was. I think it was ex- expected. A lot of people. It was definitely in the news prior prior to today about him potentially being tagged. Um, I just think, yeah, it was. You know, he could have could have went elsewhere, and but they they wanted to keep him. Brady obviously has a great relationship with, with Chris Godwin. I'm seeing the talks about Odell and and uh, and Tom and Tom on and Odell. I, I mean, I'm just I think that's just again. You know, <laughs> you putting that energy out in the world, Brady. Yeah, you know, they're just trying to they're just trying to find something to talk about. Uh, only way I see that happen is if they do a Chris Godwin goes to the, the Browns for Odell. That's the only way. I was I was watching Cowherd and he said. You know, you take Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, uh, you know, like a, like maybe a pick or something and and money or something and throw it to the Browns for Odell. Because I don't think I don't think Odell want to be there. And Tyler, I don't Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller and for listen, Odell. don't shoot the messenger. No shooting the messenger here like WandaVision. I'm just the messenger. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah coward, man. Stick, stick to the commentary, bro. <laughs> commentary, man. That's not Josh says. Josh says awful deal. Yeah, bro. This is not- Listen, I thought it was as well. I thought that I was maybe like I don't even think so. I thought was- I was like stupid or something. Like is Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson like really that good? But I, I don't know. I'm just saying that's what he said. So the money doesn't even work. But yeah, I think God. I think Godwin. You know he's, he was he was excellent. He made some big plays. Made made some uh, some really good plays against the Washington Football Team in that first playoff game, which looked like you know they're most. I don't want to say competitive, but it was definitely a close game. And low key was. Yeah, it was closer than the people expected. It was definitely closer than people expected. Um, uh, obviously, that, that the big play in the NFC Conference Championship game, that bobble catch down the field, that was a big play. Led to led to a touchdown. So. He's a great player. I mean, he obviously sacrificed last year, so his stats didn't look the same as it, as it did before when they had Jameis. But he's still an excellent wide receiver, and I think you know Brady has a great relationship with him um, since you know transferring numbers and whatnot when Brady got there. So um, I'm, I'm I, I think it was the right move. Obviously, he wants that long term deal. Um, if he continues to have a great year next year, if uh, this upcoming season, he'll get that long term back. Yes, sir. 
clash to answer your question names popping up on the screen that's you guys that is a people watching our show you know if you want to make a comment we pull it up on the screen so we can have a nice back and forth conversation with the people just like we're doing with me and you right now but like you said I don't hate it for the Bucks. Godwin became a big part of that offense. I'm interested to see what they do now, obviously, because that takes away some money. Uh, what are they going to do with Antonio Brown? Can they get Shaq Barrett back? Uh, Dominican Sue is also a free agent. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts with the Bucks, but we're gonna. Well, we'll I think we're gonna jump into that later anyway. So yeah, it'll Alan be interesting. Rob- yeah, Allen Robinson got tied by the Bears. What's your thoughts on that? I, I mean. Listen, I, I got one thing to say, and my and my co-host did a great job with, with saying it. Hashtag free Allen Robinson, man. Can we get the man some help? Can somebody pray for the kid? Allen Robinson out here being a borderline top 10 receiver. Probably is a top 10 receiver. I'm kind of disrespecting him. And he's he got Mitch Trubisky or like Nick Foles. Free Allen Robinson, I was so disappointed when they tagged him. Like, unbelievable. Not only because I thought he was going to come to our Patriots, but free Allen Robinson, man. I don't know how you felt about it, but I think Josh summed it up beautifully. Free Allen Robinson. Yeah, I was a little, dis- I mean, I was a little disappointed. I feel like it was definitely a guy that New England could potentially be looking at. Extremely reliable. Makes big plays. Bortles, Trubisky, and Foles. Get this man a quarterback. He going he going the DeAndre Hopkins route, bro. DeAndre, yeah, I remember man. that one year Hopkins had like four quarterbacks in a year, still put up like a thousand yards. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, he's he's definitely in that in that category of you know carrying the quarterback. Uh, and uh, he's uh, he's he's really he's really good, really productive. But you know the Bears. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about Chicago in a little bit, but. I don't know what their direction is, but, you know, it is smart on their end to make sure they have a, a number one guy for whoever they have on the center next year to be able to make some plays. But, yeah, New England's just, just got to scratch that off the list, man. <laughs> no one bites the dust. For sure. Leonard Williams heads over to the franchise tag as well. Uh, he came over from the Jets. Isn't it kind of crazy? Everybody gets away from Adam Gase, and all of a sudden they're good again. Um <laughs> Leonard Williams gets the franchise tag. I think I saw that they were looking for a long-term deal as well. Uh, I See, this is the one that I saw coming because, in a way, I didn't like the trade for him originally. Not only because like I wasn't sure about the talent, but he was going to become a free agent and then the Giants traded a pick for him. Now you have to sign him because now you're an idiot if you don't. But he's been productive for the Giants, so it has been a win for them. Uh Easy franchise tag, in my opinion. You work towards that long-term deal. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. I don't think he's you know a premier pass rusher, defensive tackle type of person, but he's solid, and you know solid gets you paid. So I don't know how you thought about it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think yeah, first couple of years and with the Jets, definitely looked like he definitely looked promising. And then, like you said, the Yates years, you know, every, I don't know. Everybody's like morale just goes down. <laughs> When he's there, it's like bad juju. But which um, first year with Joe Judge looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Joe Judge, I, I like him. You know, obviously coming from coming from the Foxborough tree over here, special teams coach. Now getting the second year as a head coach, that defense played pretty well last year. He was definitely one of the reasons why. So uh, I think the, I think it was definitely vital for them to keep him. 
Yes, sir. And then the last player that we'll talk about getting the tag was Justin Simmons. You got thoughts on that one? Same thing. I mean, it's a smart, smart for Denver. Got to have some, got to have somebody on on that back end. Third round pick. You know, a lot of people didn't even know who he was. Uh, went under the radar. He's definitely one of the best safeties in the league. Um, so, it, you know, hopefully, eventually down the road, they could tag him and give him some long term bread too. So, I think it was smart by Denver to do that. Yeah, it was smart. Uh, like you said, kind of an underrated person in, in this league right now. He has turned into one of the better safeties in the league. I mean, if you're the Broncos, who else were you really going to use this franchise tag on? Um, I didn't look at their free agent list, but there's probably not a doubt in my mind that he would have been the biggest one. So smart tag by them, but, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, Now we can move it in to the players who did not get tagged. And some of these, not surprises, but, you know, they're they're names that are going to be out there and and shopped around a lot. Uh, I guess we can go back and forth on this. We'll start off with Aaron Jones, and we'll go with the best team fit for each player. So I'll give you Aaron Jones. Yeah, I was. Uh, I feel like they. They was a little. I understand that the tag was. Uh, the, the, the Packers don't have a lot of money to begin with, so I, I get it from that perspective. And tagging him, giving him top running back money, they obviously don't see him as a as a, as a top back. Or maybe they maybe they might give him a, a friendly a friendlier deal um, if they're able to extend him long term. But I just think right now. Um, I think the, the best fit, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to really say. I mean, it's tough to say. Honestly, I feel like it's Green Bay. I, mean, I think Green Bay, Green Bay is the best fit for them. He had, a, he had a great relationship with Aaron Rodgers these past few seasons. Um, you know, him. I think him getting hurt in that NFC Conference Championship game we went under the radar for sure. I mean, yeah, he fumbled. Yeah, he made that fumble, which kind of changed the game a little bit. But who knows how what happens if he's in that game because he could catch the ball out the backfield. He's pretty good between the tackles as well. So um, I think he's a he's a vital piece for them. I know they have AJ Dillon. I know they have Jawan Williams as well. But I think you know his production over the last two years definitely speaks for itself. And you know they should try to do everything they can to, to, to keep him. He's a, he's a he's a great weapon. If not, I mean you know I don't know what what's going. Can, I, think, can I, I throw think, this name out here for you? Yeah, yeah. What team? The Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know they drafted a running back in Zach Moss. I know they have Devin Singletary. Don't care. I don't care. Uh, get Josh Allen a running back like Aaron Jones. You can bring the defense up. Have Diggs over the top, Beasley in the middle, Dawson Knox, you know, the tight end. I love Aaron Jones to, to the Bills, but I would also love this one as well. New England got the best all-line in the league. He dominated there. The league is eh. – in the league, I don't know about best defense in the league, but I wouldn't mind Aaron Jones. I don't think the Patriots would pay Aaron Jones money, though. I don't think I don't think Bill is ever going to pay a, a running back that type of James, money. James White is getting like scraps. <laughs> James White, Rex Burkhead, I mean Sony. Who's the, who's the guarantee combined is like five mil? Yeah, literally, literally. But next player we go over to Kenny Galladay, finally getting out of Detroit. Love this one. Yes, I see the hands rubbing together, CJ. Yes, what sir. team? What team? Come on, man. Come on, man. Definitely. I mean, you gotta New England gotta look has to take a look. Now he was hurt last year, battled with some injuries, only played five games. 
Uh, that 2019 season, he, he was excellent. Uh, big big time catcher, big time catcher. Has a big radius in terms of making big time spec, spec catch plays um, in the red zone. That's what we need. We need guys that can stretch the field and and you know it's clutch and have really good hands in the red zone. So who, whoever the quarterback is in in New England um, could definitely use a guy like that. Um, match with hopefully Edelman. Ho- hopefully Edelman will be back in the slot. We'll see. Um, and then I uh, got like second year guy uh, Jacoby Myers can, can make. I mean third year guy Jacoby Myers can make some plays too. So I think Kenny Kenny Galladay would be a great fit for the Patriots now that you know Allen Robinson is not not available. Yeah, I'm praying for it, uh, CJ. But if not, you know Baltimore. I think Baltimore would be a good spot as well. I think you know they need a number one guy desperately. You know a lot of people. I know you criticize Lamar. Uh, for his throwing ability, and I've, I've had some questions as well, but it's, it's also a little tough for me to judge, center the fact that, you know, he's really throwing the threes and fours or twos. I mean, Hollywood could be a two. Yeah, Hollywood's a two on a on a yeah. good team. Yeah, so it's like, you know, he's not really throwing to elite wide receivers right now. So I think bring a get bring a guy in like Galladay, Mark Andrews, and with that run game, then we can see what what's up in terms of Lamar his progression um, from a QB in the pocket. Which you know we've seen, but having that guy, you know that number one guy, it changes things. Look what look what look what happened with Diggs and and um and Buffalo. It was a, it was a big time big time pickup. Ah, see, I, I love the Patriots one, big fan <laughs> because we need wide receivers in the worst kind of way. Man. I'm gonna throw a different team out there as well, though. Ty, Ty, D.Y. Hilton's a little old now. The Colts, Kenny Galladay, get Carson Wentz another weapon. You already got Jonathan Taylor there. T.Y. can slide to your number two position. Uh, listen, I, I like that a lot as well. I think it would help Carson a lot, get a get a big-body receiver that can go out there and get it. They already got Jonathan Taylor, like I said, who looks to be you know young, obviously, who was his rookie season, but I think a lot of people have a lot of faith in him. Uh, he's back with Frank Reich, so hey, yeah, Carson wants Galladay. Galladay, Michael Pippen Jr. I like that. That's it's two possession guys make some plays, and that's that's what Carson wants. He likes to throw the ball down the field, so um, I think that'd be pretty good. That'd be a pretty good wide receiver do. I don't know what their cap looks like right now. Last time I think they, they got room. Like they that's got room. Yeah. What, so, what do you, what do you think his market would be? I mean. We kind of saw it with Dak. His top money is like what, 16, 16 annually? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, probably. That's God, I think, I think, I think he probably would want like 18. I mean, it's steep, but the Colts have a lot of things figured out. They have their quarterback figured out, and they're not paying him this year because, like I said, he is a dead cap hit against the Eagles. So you would have to make it work down the line. God, the Eagles messed that one up. Jesus. But um, <laughs> but so they got to make it work down the line. But for right now, it's good. Uh, Taylor's obviously not making money. I don't think anybody on the O-line is making any crazy money. So I think they can make it work. I really do. But the next person that I think I know, I think I also know your answer to this one as well. Hunter Henry. What team is the best fit? <laughs> I mean. Listen, listen. Um, I don't don't want this to be a a biased show, but I just, you know, you know, our favorite team is just decimated with everything. So 
think a tight end will work well. A little disappointed in the in the lack of production from Carolina. Yeah, Carolina will work definitely. Hmm, I wonder why Josh said Carolina. You know, it's just <laughs> a crazy team to throw out there. <laughs> Carolina will work for sure. I think on average he's good. You know, he's healthy. You know, a few few years ago he was one of the top tight ends in, in the league. So. You know, he goes to a team and definitely a security blanket for any QB out there. I think that'd be great for him. <laughs> like I said, man, New England, man, they, they, need, they need it all. They need it all right now. So, uh, like I said, Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene, I mean, they're young. I don't know why they didn't get – maybe it was a COVID. It took them a while to pick up the playbook or I, I don't know why they couldn't see – I don't know why, CJ, because Bill don't know how to draft skill position players. That's why. Man, I mean, I don't – yeah. I don't know what I don't know what happened with that, bro. I mean, <laughs> the disappointment in your face is just is yeah. fantastic. Because yeah, I had I hope I had high hopes for them. I thought you know I I thought they would at least get some type of production because oh, last year had zero. Yeah. When Brady was there, had zero tight end production with Gronk retiring. I was like, what oh, do you mean? Gr-. We had what was it, Dwayne Dwayne Allen? Was that who it was? Come on, come on. Come on, man. Dwayne, what was it Dwayne Allen? No, yeah, right? He was there. I think that last year, wasn't it, with Brady? Come on, man. No, 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 it wasn't. Wasn't it Ben Watson? Was it Ben Watson? It was Benjamin Watson. It was Benjamin yes. Watson. Yes, Dwayne Allen was there before. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin, bro, that man was like 38. God. And people wonder why Brady left. This is just – and now I'm getting sad, so I got to move on. But I like Hunter Henry on the Patriots, obviously. I don't want this to – Listen, people – see, this is where I get myself in trouble because I don't want this to be a bias show either, but people are going to think I'm a Patriot hater now because I like Brady. I would still like him on the Bills as well. Um, Ooh, you God. get Dawson me. Knox, Hunter Henry. That's a that's a nice little – that's a nice little uh, – Yeah. <laughs> man, send that Diggs jersey, good brother. Nah, bro. It's not happening. It's not happening. We're going to win the division. We're going to win that division. Watch, bro. Me, 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 and Nick, we got a bet going on. If, if Buffalo, if Buffalo wins the division uh, this year coming up, I gotta send him a jersey. So, uh, you know, no. CJ, as your co-host, I'm rooting for you. As your friend, I would have talked you off that ledge. I gotta see. I gotta see. I gotta see who we get on the center, man. I told him if if, if we get a center, if we get a, a good quarterback, if we get somebody that, that I'm rocking with, then cool. But if not, I'll, I'll send. I'll send it over early. I'll send it over early. <laughs> If we if we trade for Jimmy G back, you might as well spill the order out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sending out Express for sure. <laughs> he said Express. Express oh no. Oh no. Oh man. We'll move on. Shaq Griffin. Shaq Griffin. I thought I'm not even gonna lie. Like the six times I read this Google Doc, I thought it said Shaq Barrett the entire <laughs> time. But Shaq Griffin. Uh, yeah, pretty good corner um, in, in, in Seattle. Uh, made some solid plays. I think, you know, a team like Cincinnati, the Hughes of DB, can definitely, you know, um, change the game, get some turnovers. It would be a good spot for him. Um, I, li- I like that move. Maybe Arizona, depending on what right. happens with you Pat You stole Pete. my team. <laughs> depending on what happens with Pat Pete over there, um, whether they want to keep him or not or restructure his deal. Uh, I think Jerry Kirkpatrick is also free agent too. So um, it just depends on what type of you know what what, what he's asking for. If he's asking for top corner money, then um, I think that I think the teams may may limit. Yeah, it definitely will shorten. But you know if you know if they could try to negotiate with some of these mid level mid level teams with some cap space that could also contend, 
you go to a good team and make some plays. Yeah, like I said, you stole my team. I, I think Arizona could use a corner for sure. Excuse me. Move on. Chris Carson, I is it bad that I don't know? Like, I literally just don't know what a good fit is for him. I feel like the production's kind of there, but he's not elite. He's hurt, but, like, he's not hurt. Like, I, I don't know what you really do with Chris Carson. Yeah. Um, Seattle. I yeah. Mean, the best, the best. If you have, if your O line is subpar from the passing perspective, the best way to combat that is having some type of run game. And uh, you know, yeah, like you said, he hasn't been healthy, but when he's when he plays, he's he's, he's been pretty good, pretty good for them. So I, I just I don't see any other team that's gonna take a, you know, pay him a lot of money. For I mean, did the Jets try and get him? They don't really have a. I mean, bro, Frank Gore, I'm pretty sure, was the reading lush, reading leading rusher last season. So I mean Then they should go in the draft. They should get somebody in the draft. I'm just like you said, I'm kind of just throwing teams out there because I think Seattle was that best fit. Cause I don't know. I just don't know how to feel about about Carson, but eh, we'll see. We'll see how things go. And then finally we round it out yeah, with John o- Smith. John o- Smith. <laughs> Listen, I mean, again, another tight end, productive. Yo, Josh, why you gotta, why you gotta call me out, bro? I might have <laughs> said reading Lusher. It's possible. <laughs> I talk a lot, Josh, as you know. You know, a few shows here and there, things get jumbled up, and not everybody's perfect. I mean, I, I'm as close as it comes, but not you know 100. percent But Johnny Smith, CJ, what you think? Listen, uh, again. Back, back to the well, like I said, New England. I mean, it's just we, we need some type. We need somebody that can make some plays. Somebody, either Hunter Henry or John o. Smith. I think maybe John o. would probably be a little cheaper in terms of a contract deal. Um, you know, yeah, you ever seen this man John o. Smith's profile picture, like for fantasy football and stuff? Nah, bro, this man's neck crazy. <laughs> Like, it's literally like shoulder pads, bro. It's, I'm sorry. Johnny Smith, you're probably never going to watch this, but if, if you ever do, I'm sorry. But, like, his profile pic always got me crying, bro. It's crazy. He's cheesing so hard, but he looks like a thumb. I'm weak. <laughs> Listen, if you get, if you, get, you know, casting touchdowns, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, Foxborough. So, like, that's, that's a great spot for him, in my opinion. I don't know how much he's asking for, like you said, but I'll throw this one out as well because I feel like he's never had a tight end. Why not go to Seattle? I mean, Greg Olson, Greg Olson was there. Obviously, the man's like 65 now, so he couldn't really produce. Uh, they had like some weird backup that started doing good and then got hurt. Disley. So, yes, Will Disley. So, hey, if Johnny Smith isn't asking for anything crazy, he wants to, you know, be on a team that can contend for a championship. I don't hate. I don't hate Seattle. I definitely don't hate it, but that'll wrap it up for uh, you know some of the people that didn't get tagged. Uh, obviously, there are more. Like I said, I thought that whole time it said Shaq Bear, but you know I was wrong because we're going to talk about that later on anyway. So exactly, we'll we'll move it on to <laughs> Shaq Bear right now, actually, yeah. because yeah. the Bucks extended Levante David. The question is, is if Shaq Bear is next and. I hope so for the Bucks' sake. But what do you think? I feel like it's inevitable. You got you to be you got to resign him. You know, he's a premier pass rusher in this league. 
become a dime a dozen. And you got to be able to disrupt the passer. And, you know, he did a great job of that last year. He didn't have a lot of sacks, but his pressures was right up there with a guy like Aaron Donald. So, you know, he's, he's a big-time player. And hopefully them tagging Godwin and they, Levante only got a two-year deal, two-year, $26 million. So that's, you know, you're making, you're making around like 13, 13, 11 to 13 mil a year. So that's not too bad. So I think uh, he's probably going to get, I don't know if he's going to break, I don't know if he's going to be the highest paid pass rusher, but it should it should be close to it. And depending on what, after after Barrett, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of some of those other pieces that they have. They're probably going to, Sue, Sue, Sue probably won't be there. Um, Leonard Fournette probably is probably will probably be on another team. Uh, AB, I don't think is back. I think they'll be able to. They'll be able to. You keep think? It. Yeah, I mean, I mean, where else? Where else he's gonna play? You know, it's a great point. I mean, he kept his mouth shut while on the buck, so I don't know if that gives teams like some sort of faith. But like I said, I said this on like our first episode, bro. If I'm AB, I would play for the Bucks for like thirty cents. You have plenty of money, <laughs> and AB. I mean, and AB owes his career to Tom Brady and and, and the Bucks. Like, if if it's not for the, them, he's not playing, and he certainly doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. So, you know, you're right about that. And then you also Gronk, I think, you know, veterans minimum one year type of thing. So, but it's it's hard. I like the Levante David, you know, extension. Obviously, he's been solid for them. Uh, he's turned into one of the better linebackers in the entire NFL, not just, you know, in the NFC, not just in that division and all football, but underrated. He is. He absolutely is. But, you know, the problem that that arises is is something you mentioned is Shaq Barrett and and top end money. I don't know how they do it just because of, I I think they were already strapped a little bit on on the cash side of things. Uh, I know Evan said that he would restructure his deal if that meant running it back. I know they had talked about restructuring Brady's and like extending him or something. Right. So if you can find, you know, two or three people and say, listen, we'll make, we'll turn it into a signing bonus. We'll make it a roster bonus, you know, something of that nature, then it certainly is possible. Um, I think you obviously try everything in your power to get Shaq Bear back because it, listen, I know that Brady won the Super Bowl MVP. The defense gave up nine points to the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes hadn't scored less than like thirty points in any. I don't know if he, I think he was averaging thirty-one points in his NFL career. Like, first of all, that's ridiculous. It's insane, man. And I mean, even if you listen to the mic'd up, like Chris Godwin, people on the sidelines are freaking out about Mahomes. Like he's a he's a magician, blah blah blah. Yeah, I said that. Like Shaq Barry is the reason why, you know. He might have been Houdini, but he wasn't escaping anything. So, you know, you you got to definitely try to get him back. I just don't know how possible it is if he wants that top money unless, you know, I don't know if there's a way to, like, backload contracts and, and things like that, you know, pay him very little up front and then, you know, pay him more towards the end. But does he want to take that risk? Then, you know, maybe if he gets hurt, then they can just cut him and not, you know, take all that cap. So it's a tricky game. It's Bro, GMs, are, GMs, you got to be a smart person, bro. It's a game within the game, man. So, yo, I'm telling you right now, we got to do an investigation to the Rams' bank account, though. You tell me that they sign all these players to, like, these big deals, and, and they never strap for cash, bro. It feels like they can always just sign somebody else. How you got Jalen Ramsey making top dollar? 
you got Aaron Donald making top dollar, golf was making top dollar, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, we're we'll, we're gonna extend Cooper, we're gonna bring over Matt Stafford who's making a lot of money as well. Like, I don't know how they're doing all this. I don't know how they're doing it, man. But uh, credit well, to less credit to less need. I mean, I guess when you can build a one point two billion dollar stadium, you know. Things are kind of easy for you in life. <laughs> we'll move on to our last topic in the first half of, of the show. I mean, I know it's hard to say first half that we've been live for an hour and 12, but, you know, that's what we just title it to make ourselves feel better. Um, Trent Brown, he's back on the Patriots. I don't know the full breakdown of it. I thought it was like a – I think the Patriots gave them like a fifth rounder in exchange for Trent Brown, like a seventh round pick, something of that nature. You know, just your initial reaction to the trade. Yeah, he also restructured his deal. So next year he'll become a free agent. And uh, so we don't have to really pay him next pay him next year. Pretty much paying him this year. I think it's like 11 mil, which is not too bad um, for a starter. That just didn't work out in Oakland slash Las Vegas. Just a bad, it's a bad fit. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't healthy. And um, I just feel like, he could have, he could have played better, but you know, New England saw the opportunity to capitalize, and you know, Bill, Bill's done it again, man. And uh, we'll see if he's able to stay healthy. It probably, probably to me, it looks like um, Joe Joe Thune will probably probably hit the market. Yeah, he, I think they didn't tag him, so he is a free agent. Yeah, he'll probably go elsewhere and and you know, be productive there. Uh, I always say for for guys that play in New England, you know, get your money, get your bread, because you know how Bill is, so. Uh, go Mac, you know, go get that generational bread for sure. Um, so good luck, good luck to him. See where he goes in these upcoming days. And probably going to slide win to the left guard position where Dooney was. Um, he's still extremely athletic. Uh, be able to pull. I think you're going to be go right back to. I think probably going to be more of a dominant run running football team again. Hopefully, guys like uh, Damian Harris can stay healthy. Sonny Michelle can stay healthy. I think it's a you know I think it's a really good running back duo. Or trio to well, quadruple, whatever. Burkhead and Burkhead and White, so good running back group back there. But in terms of you know being bell cows, I think Harrison and Michelle could, if they stay healthy, they could be really solid. And you know Brown got to see, yeah, you know, if he if he wants to get more money next year, got to got to one stay healthy and then two, um, be, you know, be a be a pro. You know, I heard some things coming out of coming out of Las Vegas about, you know, some things about him. So uh, hopefully, you know, he could get his act together. You know, he played solid for us the first couple, first few years when we traded for him from, from San Fran, helped us win the Super, helped, you know, win the Super Bowl. So um, if, he could, if he could do that again, still young, surprisingly, um, it would be a best fit for him. So hope, hoping everything works out. Yeah, like you said, I think, you know, this is kind of like a why not deal in a certain way. He's not going to be making a lot of money. Uh, his first year, because you said he restructured the contract. You're giving up a fifth-round pick. Uh, yeah, that can be a starter, but it's not like it's a it's a first or a second or a third something that would really hurt you. Uh, he had his he had his greatest success. I, I saw a tweet earlier today. If I could find it, I, I would read it off right now. I, I can try and look real quick, but he definitely had his most success. I think it was like 700 something snaps, and he gave up like three sacks, maybe something of that nature. So he was he was great in New England. I, you know, you can obviously put a lot of that on Bill. And somebody who needs a documentary on them some reason is Dante Scarnacchia. Because 
the Patriots O line was booty. Like the year before he came back out of retirement, the man's like 80 something came back out of retirement. And then they were like a top five O line again. So I don't know what this man is doing to the O lineman, but it's a great coach. But listen, Dante, I know you retired again and I know you said you're done, (laughs) but Hey, the room is always open for you. And it's, I mean, I don't control personnel over on the Patriots side, but I will write a strongly worded letter to the Patriots if they don't let you back in that room. So you just let me know. You just let me know. But yeah, that'll that'll wrap up. You know, the first half. CJ, you want to lead us into the second half, brother? Yeah, let's talk about the Jets. Uh, I think I feel like they're in a. It could could be a really good position if if it works out. You got Joe Douglas coming from Philadelphia. Now the GM of the Jets now. They got a, they have a young quarterback in Darnold. They also have the number two pick. Everybody's talking about Zach Wilson being some some uh, quarterback rankings for some of these analysts. They have him one over Lawrence. Some people think he's a big-time playmaker, his ability to move out the pocket and make, make big plays. Uh, people have him projected going number two, and Darnold potentially being traded for, for more assets. What do you think the Jets should do um, in the, with the position that they're in right now? Listen, I have, you know, a couple shows where I talk about football with this and Gen Z. And I've said before I'm not a fan of Sam, but I'll tell you this. There are people that are a lot smarter than me and people that are making a whole hell of a lot more money than me that enjoy Sam Darnold. So I don't know if I'm wrong, which, I mean, like I said, they're a lot smarter than me, so it's possible. But listen, a lot of people like Sam Darnold, you know, talking to Trey yesterday. I don't know how you felt about this, CJ. He said the Patriots should trade for him. Um, but he likes Sam Darnold. I know uh, Mel Kuyper still loves Sam Darnold as well. You know, There's a lot of experts out there who still think that Darnold is very good and it was you know, the whole Adam Gase situation, which is totally like believable. Because not only did, did <laughs> Sam not have any talent around him, he was being coached by Gase, who – Bro, I'm sorry. Look at, like, every player that has ever left Adam Gase. Ryan Tannehill, a fantastic quarterback now. Kyle Van, or, uh, I was about to say Kyle Van Noy because I was thinking about something else. But, you know, he leaves. He's great now. Leonard Williams, he was on the Jets when Gase was the coach. Terrible. Now he's on the Giants. He's probably going to get extended and, and make some money. So, I mean, you people are leaving Adam Gase and just instantly becoming better. I'm not the biggest fan of Sam Darnold. You know, I've watched games, and I'm sure you have too, CJ, because we're in New York. Even if we don't want to, we still kind of watch it because that's what's on. Right. Um, he doesn't have the weapons and things like that, but there's also some decisions that he makes that I scratch my head at, of course. Um, you know, cross-body throws, throws in the double coverage. And I don't know if he's just trying to, you know, make the play because he feels like he has to, but I, I like it. You know, like I said, I'm not into the college stuff as much as, as a lot of people are. That's why I want to have Sam and I want to have Caleb on, you know, do that little mashup. Uh, a lot of people, like you said, are are big fans of um, Wilson. So it's definitely possible, uh, and I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't. You you draft Wilson there, you trade Sam, uh, and, and you try to get – I don't know what teams want for him though. Is it, are you? Is it possible to get a second out of Sam? Uh, I mean, I feel like pick? Yeah, a second, 
two. I mean, because Wentz was what a two and a three. Yeah, I believe so. And he was making a ton of money. Sam's making nothing. So I don't know. It's up in the air for me. But what what do you think? Yeah, I mean they're they're tough. They're in a tough spot. I just it really just comes down to does Joe Douglas believe in Darnold? I mean, at the end of the day, because they could use they could trade they could trade back, get more assets to build around Darnold. Or they could trade Darnold and use those assets to build around Zach Wilson. So um, it just Joe Douglas is in a is in a tough. You know, he, he had a he had, I think he had a little press conference. He said, you know, he's taking you know he's taking calls. So that's not the uh, big vote of confidence for for Darnold. So I think teams are definitely going to try to see you know what the word is on on Darnold and, and try to try to get him in a in some type of deal. Um, go ahead, Darnold in New England. I mean. I think I think it'll be a good spot in terms of having good coaching, but you know is, is he able to play in cold weather? Um, because and, and you know once it hits November, December, it's super cold out there. That's a, one of the underrated traits about Brady is his ability to play in cold weather and play well in cold weather too. So um, you know he's he's very he's very mobile. He's still athletic. He hasn't had any type of uh, stability like we talked about with Baker. Baker had zero structure from a front office and coaching standpoint. When he first got into the NFL, and now he has that, and we've seen the, you know the success he had in his first year um, with that. So, is, is will that same situation happen with Darnold? I mean, we're we're not sure. Here in San Fran, obviously, um, you know, potentially might might take a look at him. I, th- I think that'd be a good spot. You know, uh, also with Garoppolo's health, health, want to make sure you have a, a a good backup, or they might move on from Garoppolo and. And, and and see him as as the future. So it's tough. It's tough. I think they. I, I just just off what Joe Douglas is saying, I think they're probably going to take Zach Wilson number two, and trade Darnold and try to get more assets on day two of the draft, which ultimately end up being starters. So I I, I see that I see them doing that, and 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 moving forward. I mean everybody's everybody's high on, on this guy. I mean I, I didn't I have I didn't see a lot of games. I've seen some some uh, some game cutouts on, on YouTube of him playing like every every single throws against some teams. Looks good. He's mobile. You know, people talk about the competition, but I don't really buy into that because Josh Allen went to Wyoming. You know, Big Ben went to Miami of Ohio. So it's like you know, you know, Russell Wilson went to North Carolina State before he went to Wisconsin. Like it's just. But didn't Aaron Rodgers go to some weird schools? Well, Aaron Rodgers went to he went to Kyle, but. He, yeah, he went to Cobb, but before that, he went to a, a JUCO, JUCO um, team. So it's just a lot of a lot of these top guys. You know, Dak went to Mississippi State. Like you know, they you know a lot of these top guys don't don't really play at these you know Lamar, Louisville. They don't go to these top schools. Patrick so, Mahomes was Texas A and M, Texas not, Tech. Right, no, Texas Tech. Yeah, my bad. All right. So yeah, it's like you know, if you're good, you're good. And you know, a lot of people are really high on him right now, depending you know, looking at the film, looking at the tape. So um, you know. Joe Douglas wants to bring his guy in. They have a whole new. They have a new head coach, Robert Salah, defensive minded head coach, Mike Lafleur, uh, brother of Matt Lafleur. Um, knowing that you see the type of offense that that's going on with the Packers, we saw the offense that he had when he was the OC in um, Tennessee. How they had they had some success here and there, a couple of seasons. So um, you know, if they want to bring a type of guy with that similar skill set, like a Ryan Tannehill, very, very mobile, move out the pocket. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, you know, mobile, can move out the pocket, and make make plays down the field. 
think that's a good fit for them. So I think I think they're going to go Zach Wilson. And in the in the division where you know, like I said, we talked about you know Buffalo. You know, my, my boy thinks they're going to run the division. We'll see, but I think you know I feel like I still it's still up in the air right now. And if they could get that guy, he's really good for them. Well, you know why why not why not uh, make that move? I'm still wish we went out in sixteen and drafted Trevor Lawrence. Or Zach Wilson, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man! All right. Next up, you want you you taking it? You yeah, taking yeah. next up? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like already everybody's counting out Tua. He's only played, I think, five games or so. Um, just not not even the media. People on apparently people on his team on, on the Dolphins were were completely sold on on his play last year. And they felt like they should have went with Fitzpatrick throughout the whole season. They might have an opportunity to go to the playoffs, um, even though despite going 10-6. and six. And people are already talking about the Dolphins re- uh, making a mistake and not taking Herbert over uh, to a what's, – what's your thoughts on that? You think, they're, you think they regret it? You think it's too soon to, to judge him? And um, how do you see this? How do you see the Dolphins going forward? Ah, see, I'm in a tough position again because I think I've – I've stated before, and if I haven't, I'll state it now. I was never a fan of Tua. It's not because I don't think he can play. I thought it was the injury front. It, it kind of scared me away from him a little bit. Uh, obviously, Justin Herbert had a fantastic season. He set, I believe, set the NFL record for most touchdowns by a rookie. Um, and, and here's my thing that would scare me the most. It's not, you know, the regret of taking him because, listen, if we're going to be honest here, picking NFL players and especially quarterbacks is a crapshoot. I mean, you literally have no idea what's ever going to happen. You look at Winston and Mariota, they're both backups, one and two pick. Goff and Wentz have both been traded. Uh, I mean, Josh Rosen was like the 10th pick. He's on a practice squad. Uh, everybody thought Lamar couldn't play. He might be the best person in that draft class. I mean, it's it's up in the air. So regret, strong word for me. If I'm them looking at it now, the thing that scares me the most, like I said, is that he's supposed to be your franchise guy. And in big situations, you put in a 12-year-plus or whatever, 10-year-plus journeyman quarterback <laughs> to try to win you games. Like, this isn't a situation where, like, you had a legend on his last legs where, like, you could put him in the game and, you know, lead you down the field because, you know, the rookie was struggling a little bit. Like, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. The man's been on like 10 teams. He's good for like three games a year where he turns into Fitz magic and then he turns into Fitz tragic after that. So <laughs> it's like that's what scares me the most. It's not the fact of, oh, the regret. And like right now, if you look at it, yeah, you regret it because Justin Herbert had an amazing rookie season, offensive rookie of the year, all this, blah, blah, blah. Down the line. Too tough to tell right now. It's one season. Like, let's be honest with ourselves as well. Uh, so if you're looking at it now, you regret it? Yeah, but who says in five years Justin Herbert doesn't all of a sudden, you know, suffer an injury or, or something goes wrong and then – or two just becomes the next whoever you want to say. It It's so up in the air. These things are so hard to, to you know, predict – because, you know, are they in the right situation? What if the coach changes this, that, and third skill position players? So I think regret is too strong. I think you look at the situation moving forward. Uh, 
my biggest thing is you're putting in Ryan Fitzpatrick in, in the biggest moments when you're telling me two is supposed to be your number one guy. That would be like if me and you do this show all the time, and then all of a sudden we have you know Stephen A. Smith on the show, and you say, listen, Connie, you've been doing a good job talking to me, but I don't need you talking to Stephen A. I'm going to bring somebody else in. Like that means you you don't fully trust me to you know to to do the right thing, so it's a little bit of a struggle. Uh, that's what I'm most concerned about. But regret with the Herbert over over two a thing. I think it's too early for me. What do you think? Yeah, I think you know the the narrative of the the, the lack of off season and COVID and, and and everything with that. It seems to be a lot of people take it as they, they, they pick and choose how they want to use it. Um, I think, you know, it could have played a easily played a factor in, in, in Tua's development. He was coming off the the hip surgery, so he really didn't have a lot of time to really train and develop as a quarterback. He was really rehabbing the hip, making sure he was healthy. So this, I feel like this season right here will really show um, if, you know, if he's really that guy, you know, he's a, he's 100%. This is his first year since having an injury, but he could train, develop as a quarterback. He's completely, um, you know, you know, ready to go. He, he knows it's his team. Um, last year, you know, battled battle with some things. You know, some, some teammates probably didn't believe in him. Was he was he fully healthy for, for us to, for them to really judge? I mean, we don't know. We don't know. But I think right now, I think, I think it's too early. Obviously, right now, hindsight, you know, 2020, you know, it looks like, you know, <laughs> Herbert is going to be, you know, a beast. And we don't know what happens with Tua. But um, honestly, honestly, Herbert, two years ago, it was a projected number one overall pick. He just decided to stay at Oregon. So he was always going to be good. Um, and Tua, everybody thought Tua was going to be good, too, before the hit. So I think... People talked about drafting him over Burrow. Exactly, exactly. There was there was a lot of discussion. Before he got hurt, they were, it was, they were neck and neck for Heisman. Um, before before two ended up getting hurt, so I just gotta wait and see. They gotta put some gotta put some weapons around him. They don't have a great running game. They don't have Devontae Parker's good, but is he a number one? We'll see. Gaseki is is a really good tight end. I like him, um, but other than that, they don't have really world beaters on the outside. Old, the O line is, is is solid. So I mean, you gotta put some gotta put you gotta put some pieces around him. Everybody's not gonna be. You know Herbert, year one. You know every every it takes it takes time for some of these guys. Everybody is so quick to, uh, you know, get the guy off. You know, pretty much just get rid of the guy just because you see another guy that's working out for him. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's situation is different. So hopefully, you know, he he has a his, he's mentally strong enough to not really listen to to the media, listen to, you know, maybe some of his teammates. You know that that maybe doubt him, put the work in. And, and trust, trust in itself, trust in his belief, and, and watch him, watch, continue to watch film every day, get better, and we'll see what happens. And and in the, in the AFC East, because they were right there, they were right there. Yes, Fitzpatrick played a part in that, but I think just collectively as a team, he won a couple games. You know, he wasn't great in all those games, but he showed some moments where he was really good, especially that game against the Cardinals. Played really well, put up 37 points, helped. So um, I, I just think you just gotta stay patient and. Because a lot of people thought Baker was done before he had some type of structure and stability, and he and they, you know, they put a run game around him, and he's able to make plays and got better as the season progressed. So I think you know, just just be patient with with Tua, give him some time, and um, let just let him develop. 
Yeah, it's it, like I said. I think regret is a very strong word to use one one season into their career. So it'll be fun to watch. I mean, it's just because Herbert. I mean, everybody's saying already Herbert's a top ten QB. Hey, you, you trying to at me there, bro? No, I'm just not. Nah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not against. I'm not against the argument. I feel like he played great football last year. I mean, you could you can make an argument going forward. Like, who would you take? You know, him or Ryan, Matt Ryan, or somebody like that. You know. Just based off his projection of how well he played his first season. Honestly, their run game wasn't great either. Their defense wasn't that great either. So um I, I get speaking it. of defense, can we all pray to the football gods this offseason that Derwin James gets to play a full season, bro? Like yeah, man. Yeah. I'm begging for it. His rookie yeah. year, man, was man, was out of pocket. Yeah, hopefully he can stay healthy, man, for sure. He's been he's been nicked up so far in his career. He's a great player. So yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see their their trajectories. But bring us into this final topic, CJ, and then we'll wrap it up from there. Don't want to keep everybody too much longer. Back to Chicago. They have Trubisky. They have Nick Foles. Just underwhelming season last year. They did make the playoffs, but just for so many seasons, you know, they just haven't been able to find that guy uh, for a story franchise. And uh, to me, a big market in Chicago. They haven't had a guy that's really consistent since Jay Cutler, but. You know, Jay Cutler had the talent, but he didn't have he didn't have the intangibles uh, to to really be a franchise quarterback. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think the Bears should do going forward? They have the twentieth pick in the draft. Should they trade up, try to you know make a splash and get one of these young guys, um, or or should they? You know, the free agent market is not not that great when it comes to quarterbacks. I'm seeing a lot of Mariota. I'm seeing some other some other things. What do you think they should do? Well, I'll bring this up because Josh, Josh said before, John will be great in, in Chicago. <sighs> you know, I, I got into various arguments with this in the football chat a while ago about Chicago. I don't care what it is. I, I still think I would trade the house. You had Russell Wilson put the Bears of all teams on his wish list if he was to get traded. I would call up the Seahawks right now and basically offer whatever the hell they wanted for Russell Wilson. Is it going to hurt your cap space a little bit? Probably, but like we said, the cap space is going to go up as as you know the years go on. Um, are you going to have to give up some draft picks this year? Probably, uh, but the defense is still going to end up being good. You don't have to surround Russell Wilson with that much talent as we've seen. Uh, David Montgomery is probably better than any running back he's had besides Lynch, obviously. Uh, Allen Robinson is maybe the best receiver he's ever had. I mean – DK's obviously good, but I think Allen Robinson is his prime. So you can do some weird stuff with him and Cordero Patterson out of the backfield. That would be kind of interesting. Tariq Cohen coming back. Tariq Cohen is coming back as well. And, and like I said, the defense would still be solid. So that would be my dream scenario, I guess. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you think Seattle would ask for? Ask for Man, that's where you get into trouble. <laughs> because if you're the Seahawks, I can't let Russell Wilson go for anything less than like three firsts, a second, and maybe a, like a solid defensive player. So and I'm biggest, not so like, not like trades. Khalil Mack level, but like I need somebody in return that's going to help help us out. So that's going to be the biggest trade in NFL history. Yeah, I think. I think. Because if you ask me, Russell Wilson is the second best quarterback in the league. Uh, I might get pushed back from that from the Rodgers people. Hey, I might get. I feel like I feel like I feel like Tom is a. Uh, listen, 
something 40 touchdowns, man. He was not getting carried. You know, the media, listen, I mean, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> something 40, 40 touchdowns last year, bro, at 43. Yeah. So I got him number two. See, the only reason I put Russell, too, is because of the situation. Mm-hmm. That's why. It, because he got no O-line. He's got, like, his six-string running back. His his defense was supposed to be the worst in NFL history. The Cowboys were going to be the second worst in NFL history. So <laughs> Russell Wilson has has been through his struggles. Yeah. As we got Perry chiming in, killing it, boys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, boss. Sorry. Of course you come in right as I say the Cowboys are terrible, but, you know, whatever. Um, but like I said, I put Russ there just because of the, of the circumstances, but, but either way, I think, I think besides Russ, who like the only person that would get a bigger trade is Patrick Mahomes. And like, that's bro. If you trade for Patrick Mahomes, you literally have to hand them the key to your, to your stadium. Cause they might ask for that as well. Like you're trading for Mahomes. You need like four first rounders, two seconds, and maybe your quarterback. Well, Deshaun trying to. Well, Deshaun is people saying three ones. All right, then if you're it's Mahomes, you need five ones. <laughs> I don't know. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever precedent is set with a, with a trade like this, if it was to go down, Mahomes would shatter it. If, if the Chiefs right now said Mahomes is on the market, best offer wins him. I think teams would lose their minds trying to get him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but the thing is, like, what are they going to – like, say if they trade for one of those top guys, right, Deshaun or uh, Russell Wilson, Seattle's going to – okay, they're going to ask for three ones. What are the, what's the rest of that roster going to look like? I mean, they're not – I'm pretty sure they're going to try to ask for other players. Maybe – That's why I feel like they, they maybe should – Maybe three ones, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Not taking that. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, the three no, no, ones, I, I, the three three ones, ones yeah. Mr. Bisky and like a defensive player that's like good, not like some nobody third string linebacker, like a solid piece. Yeah, that, that'll I mean, I think the Seahawks would say yes, maybe, <laughs> maybe, or <laughs> they could just keep around. I was just, I don't know, I'd probably just. I'll probably just try to work it out with Russ, bro. I mean, I was, well, it's, all right, he's only, what, he's what only, do you think? I think, I mean, I, feel, I like I like, the, I like the Donald move. I like the Donald move. I think, you know, it's not, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not sending a house, you know, second, and second, maybe a third. And that, like, again, you know, he's, that, that type of offense, I think would, would suit his style, mobile QB, maybe some structure. You're not giving up your whole team for him. Has a lot of upside. They have, the, the, the Bears have some type of structure. They were just in the playoffs last year with, you know, two, you know, <laughs> average quarterbacks. Average is average. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, average was gonna, is bold. Average I was gonna say. Bold. I was gonna say slightly, but I had to stop myself slightly above. But I would say slightly below. Yeah, yeah. So right, I, I would agree with that. So you know, they went to the playoffs with you know with those guys. Bring a guy like Darnold in, can can make some moves. Make some moves again. You know how you know how. I mean, he played in New York, so but it's not as cold as like Chicago. Oh. I think it's cold. So. How we able to play in cold weather? We'll see, um, but I think I think that'd be a great spot again for both for both team for both parties involved. The Jets get their assets. Darnold gets to go to a team with some structure, and the Bears don't have to give up the house for for a guy for a young guy. And if he plays well, 
if they if they don't and if he plays well, you know, they can extend him and, and give him bread. Yeah. I don't like I said, I definitely don't hate it. It doesn't it doesn't bother me too much, but we're gonna see. I feel, bad, I, feel bad, I feel bad for Bears fans, man. I mean Shout out Garrett from Iowa. Yeah, shout out Garrett, bro. I mean, just they just I there's really, a lot really, of people you can feel bad for in the NFL world, if we're being real. Like you can feel bad for Bears fans. I just you want feel them bad to, for Jets fans. Who else? I, <laughs> I mean, just want them to find a QB, man. I bro, feel like they're I'll, the only I'll be real. Like, who, who's the best quarterback in Bears history? Sid Luckman. That's awful. Yeah, man, it's tough. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're they're such a story franchise. You know, you know football. what's you know why you know what this this is where I'm going to scare myself. You ready for this? Because you just said Sid Luckman and it sent send a, a shiver down my spine because I'm always like, you know, the Patriots are gonna rebuild. Like you can't go that long without finding a quarterback. But like, bro, you really just said Sid Luckman is the best quarterback in Bears history. I'm pretty sure they're the oldest team in the NFL. Like Yeah, they are. They are. That's that's a scary problem. CJ, I'm gonna have a nightmare tonight, bro. The Patriots re-sign like Cam Newton for a five-year contract, and then they go and draft like Cam Newton's son when he's available. And oh god, yeah. Now I scared myself. It's tough. We're gonna end up with Mitch Trubisky, aren't we? (laughs) But we will wrap it up there. I think we got through a lot. Shout out the NFL for making me and CJ's job a lot easier than it should be because. NFL is always in the in the newspaper. Let me tell you that, you know, every time we think we're not going to have enough talk to talk about, we got more than enough topics. But we held it down for this episode. I'll make these adderies quick so we can get on out of here. I thank everybody for watching. Of course, we went an hour forty right now. So if you stay through the whole thing, you're a soldier. Uh, but if you're into the gambling world, make sure you go over to mybookie, mybookie.ag. Use code USN100. It doubles your first deposit up to $1,000. So if you want to make some bets, I'll give you an easy one, okay? You see this team right here? Yankees over 95 and a half wins. Put your house on it. Easy money right there. So make sure you go go hammer that one down for your boy. I take 10% for my gambling, uh, you know, picks. Feel free. Unless I lose because, you know, then I never told you them. Um, so <laughs> make sure you go check out my bookie, USM 100. RX Hemp, if you're sore from the gym or just life in general, RX Hemp dash USN saves you 10% on your entire order. They got the CBD creams on over there. We have our unwrapped store as well. Teespring slash stores slash unwrapped. We have, you know, unwrapped gear, t-shirts, sweatshirts. I got a poster here that I still got to find somewhere to put on my wall. Um, Stickers, basically everything you want. And then, of course, you want to support a show like us, you can go down Scroll down a little bit. We got all the shows. Saturday standouts, keeping it blunt. Uh, our show, the hard count, backstop, banner generational sports. Ladies first, fights unwrapped. I mean, listen, if there is a show on this network, there is merch for it as well. So make sure you go and check that out. And then finally, but of course, not least, last but not least, of course, is the Patreon. One dollar you're supporting the team. Five dollars. You get entered into a gift card giveaway. You also get 10% off the store. And you also get entered into our Discord chat. You're like an honorary member of Unwrapped. So make sure you go check that out. And then the $10 tier is everything I just said. Plus the 10% goes to 20%. And you get entered into a signed memorabilia piece each month. Last month we gave away a Keenan Allen signed jersey. 
this month we are giving away a David Montgomery signed jersey. So make sure you go and check that out for all of our Bears fans out there. I know you're suffering. So go so go get a David Montgomery jersey for your troubles. Uh that's it. CJ, what you got for the people before we go on out? Yeah, that's it for that's it for me. Uh definitely CJ versus the world on, on PSN on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter, um, at that handle right there. Guard up podcast. Yeah, man. Four for four. Yes, sir. Four for four. Yo, CJ, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you don't say like the five for five, four for four thing after every show, I'm gonna be disappointed. Gonna be disappointed. Uh, um, so to, we got it. We're gonna have to keep that to, up. Try to, try to switch it up. I don't wanna make it. I love too, it. I love it. TB TB12, man. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm gonna have to get me one. Oh, that's the seven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, now I gotta go buy one. See what you're doing to me, bro. I should be saving my money. But as for me, uh, obviously this show, make sure you tune in every Tuesday, the hard count, me and CJ breaking down everything in the football world. Thursday, backstop banter. You know, it's this show, but baseball edition. Everything in the baseball world opening day is so very close. April 1st, I believe it is. Uh, So we're breaking down each team's, you know, we got Dalton on most of the time sending us in videos on how to be a better player. Last week, we had Josh on the show, kind of did a baseball 101 class with him so we can learn learn everything about the baseball world. It was fun. And then finally, generational sports. I mentioned it a couple times throughout the episode because I was very excited. Uh, me and Josh interviewed Trey Wingo yesterday, uh, you know, host of NFL Live. He did ESPN Radio, hosted the, the draft on ESPN. I mean, he's done basically everything, uh, so – that interview is fantastic. Uh, it got, you know, emotional in some parts. It was funny in some parts. I mean, it, it kind of had everything for the people. Uh, the DAC contract broke during the during the interview as well. So if you want to hear his thoughts on it, you can check that out as well. But please do me a favor and go check out the, the Trey Wingo episode. Definitely my uh, <laughs> biggest accomplishment to uh, this date, to say the least. So sure. check that out. And then Twitch, Anthony underscore Conover. Anthony Conover underscore on, on Twitter and then Gen Z Sports for the show as well. That'll wrap it up for me. CJ, like you said, four for four, brother. We'll be back next week. I appreciate everybody for tuning in, and we will see you next week, people.